closer to home than we are getting further away because we've made it one more day. Another hour has passed by, another minute has been completed, and seconds are ticking. We don't know when we're going, but we have the promise and the assurance that we will go out of this walk of life. Now, where we go is the decision that you and I make. Whether we go to heaven or we go to hell is our choice. It's our choice. God doesn't force us. He doesn't make us, but he sure paid the price for us. And I'm so thankful this morning for what God done for me through Christ Jesus. Can you hear me? You might have to go adjust it for some who can. A work in progress. If you got your Bibles, go to the book of Job, the first chapter. We're going to read there two times in the book of Job. Uh, what happened, and we all know the story, but if you would stand with us as we read anyways. Job chapter 1, it's right after Esther. We're going to read starting in verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan, and excuse me, before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Which comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord, Now look at this, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down it. If you go to the second chapter of Job, we find in verse 3 the same statements here. Excuse me, in verse 1. I jumped too far ahead. Again, and there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From which comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. There's two times here, and we don't we know the story of Job and how things transpired the first time, and we also understand and know the things that transpired the second time. But I want you to think about this. Satan's walking to and fro, up and down the earth. Father, this morning we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace, and we thank you, dear God, for the blessings you give us, Lord. Asking you, Father, today help us, Father, to do that which you'd have us to do to be that which you'd have us to be. And we'll thank you, Father, today through thy word and through the praise of our praising of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. I'm going to jump real far back and read a verse of scripture that we've been reading a lot and talking about a lot lately because it is the same that I want to bring, how I want to bring the point out this morning with the Lord's help. The Bible says this, in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. In the book of Job, God asked Satan what he was doing twice, where he was coming from. Twice Satan said, going to and fro and up and down the earth. He was 
going through the earth. And I was talking to, on Wednesday night, and I said I wanted to preach about the family uh, this morning. And we understand this, that uh, Satan uh, uh, is seeking, the Bible says, whom he may devour. He's rolling to and fro across the earth. He's not idle, but he's moving. And I thought about this a lot this week, and I thought about some things, and I'll just say this without saying too much, going on in my own family. When I say that, I'm not talking necessarily about my home, but it does affect our home. But talking about my family, and this is what I've realized and I see today, and I hope you'll understand this too, that the devil wants to separate the family. It started in the Garden of Eden. He separated Adam and Eve from God. You say separated? Well, they had a perfect relationship. And they had one like none other because they, God would come down and walk with them in the cool of the day. And they talked with God. They didn't talk with, with an intercessory. They talked with God, the Bible says. And the devil comes in, and the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 3 that the serpent is more subtile than any creature. And we understand that in that, he begins to manipulate Eve using the very word of God, and then causing confusion. And so to say, she added to the word of God. And the Bible says, don't add unto the word of God. We know that today. But she added something to the word of God that God did not say in that there. And so we find this, that as she's thinking, and he's talking, and she's talking, and he's thinking, pretty soon the devil figures out exactly what to do, how to say it, present it, and the next thing we know, Adam and Eve are out of the Garden of Eden. They're no longer communing with God the same way that they once did. The devil seeks to separate us from God. The devil seeks to separate us from one another. I mean, if you just think about it this way and you go through, uh, there, you'll find that Adam and Eve separated from God. Then we find Cain and Abel comes into play there. And in the midst of that, what we know this, that Cain slays Abel. He caused division in the family. Read your Bible, find out what happened to David. David got a separation from God. And then in that separation from God, David's family got separated. I mean, how bad does it get when one brother kills another brother and the son tries to get rid of the dad? talking about some real division there. Can I tell you, when you read in the book of Job there, the Bible's telling us that Satan is doing exactly what the Bible says in in 1 Peter. He said this, And the Lord said unto Satan, Which comest thou? Then Satan said to the Lord, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it, Peter says, seeking whom he may devour. We know all the scriptures I've used many times. The Bible says, can two walk together lest they agree? We know this, that Jesus himself said, a house separated against itself shall not stand. I, I begin to think about this. And, and, and if you go to the book of John, the 14th chapter, he said, in my father's house are many mansions. Now, 
we, we tend to look at that, and I thought about this too, because we tend to look at that verse of Scripture there as a place like this building that's divided up in dimensions. And so there's a spot, there's a house, it's a place that's just all divided, and, and, and inside the divide, and inside this house is mansions, and so there's all these little... But, but think about it this way. In my Father's house, I and my Father are one. casting out devils by the power and the authority given unto him by his father. And you think about it this way. He's Christ. He's God in the flesh. He's the, he's, he's, he's the living word of God. He's, he's everything there. But yet this, he said, this power have I received of my father. So what house is Jesus talking about? How many, how many of you have divided start to think about what it really is. He's talking about the family there. The house of God. It can't stand. If you think about it this way, how many churches have we seen over the years divide and split and some go this way and some go that way and some go the other way? I mean, it's one of those deals there you just, all you got to do is push the wrong button and the next thing you know, everybody's bailing out. And by the way, the devil loves division. Has Job not feared thee for naught? Hast thou not built a hedge? And you've heard me preach this before. I believe Job built that hedge day by day, prayer by prayer. Sacrifice by sacrifice that he did to keep the relationship between him and God right and to try to keep the relationship between his family and God right. Job was the leader of the house because Job understood the division the devil wanted to cause. Job said it this way, it might be that my sons have sinned against God. 
Now think about that, church. The day that Abraham took Isaac, and I, I'm trying to just kind of build some things here. I want you to understand. The day that Abraham took Isaac to go offer him unto the Lord, I, I think Satan was sorely disappointed that God provided the ram stuck in his belly. I mean, I really think that, that the devil wanted Isaac to be dead. How dare you stop what you're doing? much their families are at odds to the point that they hate one another and they'll say, well, I love my brother, I love my sister, I love my mom, I love my dad, but they don't love them because the Bible says if you love them, you forgive them. Well, I just can't forgive that. What they did was too much. 
doesn't tell us and I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend to know but the Bible doesn't tell us whether or not Job's sons and daughters were saved when they all died but something leads me to think that they probably were because they had an intercessor Job was an upright man one who eschewed evil can I tell you I think Job probably ran his house pretty well. He might have actually got up in his son's faces one day when they were about to get small and he was about to get small. But he got up anyways and told him, said, this is how the cows will eat the cattle. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm going to intercede. I'm going to pray. I'm going to do all kinds of things. Maybe he went to his daughters and he said, listen, here's how it's going to be. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And you know what? They might not have liked it at first. Nobody likes authority that gets in their face and sort of say this. But can I tell you, children today don't have authority. We have companionship. When you be your child's best friend, you be their worst enemy at the same time. Because if you're not leading them to Jesus, they're going to hell. And if somebody don't turn there and tell, hey, I'm just telling you this verse today. You, you, if you really love your children, if you love your grandchildren, you're going to show them Jesus. You're not going to show them the devil. You're not going to show them the way of the devil. You're not going to let divisions come inside your house. You're going to be telling us we need to forgive, and we need to forget, and we need to love. And when I say forget, it doesn't mean you just go back and get beat up again. I'm saying you don't keep that out there holding it over there. Thank you. 
know where we got it in our minds that that he did you say well brother Ernie I never thought he gave up but we live like he gave up a lot of times we act like he gave up a lot of times and we act like it doesn't matter and yet it does matter I'm just telling you this morning people are dying and going to hell and just because you don't know who they are doesn't make it any less important Remember what I said? I told you that we, we seem to think everybody we know goes to heaven. I'm here to tell you, I'm worried about some folks that I know. And I'm worried about some folks who, who did not live for Jesus as long as I knew them and died in terrible, horrible ways because of what happened. I don't know what happened in the last moments of life. I won't pretend, but I'm telling you this. If in the last moments they didn't cry out to God, hell is God. Brother Ernie, everybody I know is going to go to heaven. Why? Do they really know who Jesus is? I'm not talking about have you told them and they say, well, I, I, I believe in God. I, I, you know, the Bible tells us many shall say in that day, Lord, did we not? And he'll say unto them, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never separation that has taken place and realize that it's there. Family squabbles are just, well, they're just, you know, they're family squabbles. No, they're not. They're separations. Why do husbands and wives get divorced? They're fighting about something. And you just think about it. My mom and my dad, my, my mom, my real dad, when they, when they divorced, it wasn't because they were loving one another and loving Jesus. Something got in there. Well, Brother Ernie, you know, they just, they just fell out of love with one another. Who's the author of love? God. How do you fall out of love? 
living there somewhere, church. My Bible tells me that love, perfect love, casts out all fear. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love draws me to God. Love draws me to my wife. And, and when I say this, let me just tell you something, church. The, the reason why Job did everything he did, because he loved his family so much that it didn't matter. He was still going to God. Why? Because he loved God more. Naked I came into this world, naked I'll go out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Woman, thou speakest as one of the foolish women. Now, now, now I'll tell you something. You call your wife foolish, she's going to slap you silly. I guarantee you. But you know what? The truth's the truth. Well, we don't even go to church today. Why not? Well, you know, I, uh -uh, I'm going. You know how many wives go to church without their husbands? I mean, you can see it all the time, but how many husbands go without their wives? Bunch of cowards. I've been married. I must stay home. Why? Well, if I don't, she's going to get mad. Coward. She'll never go to church if you don't go. I've seen wife after wife after wife come to church without their husbands and I've seen a few of them who finally their husbands started coming to church and started serving the Lord and at the end of the day you think about this, the house that was separated is no longer separated and they become stronger kids won't come without their parents and I'm not talking about kids who can't I'm talking about kids who could Parents won't come because their kids won't come. Well, it's a battle. Think it was easy for Jesus to carry the cross all the way to Calvary? I'm just telling you this morning, church, the devil, if the devil's got you divided from where you need to be, he's happy. You ought to be sad. If we took a real picture and examined it, where are we with God? Because I know the closer I get to God, the better off I am everywhere else. And by the way, the better off I am with God and everything else, the madder the devil is. And I know this for a fact that some people don't like me. I can live with that. Because my eternity is far more important than my temporary. You've got to get close to God. Realize this this morning. Separation doesn't start with a huge fall. It starts with a small step. And we've all heard it, right? The journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. The problem is when you start stepping away from God, the devil starts putting more between you and, you and God. He wedges real hard. And he's got a lot of wedges, by the way. He don't run out. Would you stand this morning? Heavenly Father, today we thank you, Lord, for the blessings you give us. We thank you, Father, again for your love amongst us. Lord, I ask you this morning to help us. 
God, I've got lost loved ones. God, I know division's been made. Lord, I don't care what the devil thinks, but I do care about what you think. If division happens, dear God, let it be because those who don't want to know you don't come to you. But don't let it be because I failed, dear God. Hold on tight. Be an example. Lord, I pray, Father, this morning, help our church, church family. There be one lost, let them be saved. There be backslidden, dear God, let them come to you. But Lord, let us all draw closer to you today. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you come this